The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Did you ever go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast. A podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no one gives a fuck about. Hey, hi, hi. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. Go Patches. We're back. Uh, I hope you guys are happy. <laughs> I hope you guys are happy. I hope you're happy because I had to cut my honeymoon short <laughs> in order to come back here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get any complaints last week or anything. I think people no. are okay with our, uh, our artificial cool. episodes. Yeah, exactly. They didn't even know that, that they, the yeah. whole thing was, I, I'm, I'm, I don't even exist. Exactly. You know? Uh, so Mike is back from his honeymoon. But, I and I want to talk about it, but before we do, uh, we got to thank the people who've been donating to us oh my God. on Patreon, dude. I, have, I can't wait to thank so many people. Are you even aware of what's happening on Patreon right now, dude? What's happening on Patreon? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. We have 16 patrons right now. That's crazy. 16 people who heard us and said, hey, they deserve $2 a month. 16 people who believe in us? That's yes. insane. That's a lot that's, of people. First of all, that's too many. Too many, yes. That's too many. Uh, I don't know, know what to do with all this fame, I'll be honest with you. But uh, yes, so we're going to give a quick shout out to all the people who've been supporting us on Patreon. Uh, the first the first person to ever donate, she's the OG. The OG. OG the one who started subscriber. All. The, yeah. the, the St. Peter of our church. Absolutely. You uh, know what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Leslie. Yay! Whoa! Oh, that's my friend. So. That's your friend? Oh, Yeah, God. man. Leslie and I go way back. Oh, yeah? Has she way... always been giving you money? She, uh, I owe her like thousands of dollars. <laughs> And uh, yeah, she she and I went to school together. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, man, she's 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 fucking sweet, dude. Oh my gosh! So, well, she's thank you, first. Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Then we got number two, Brian Steiner. Is that uh, a white dude? I'm not. I think so. What? Well, we got a white fan or an adopted Korean guy. <laughs> Either way, props to He's that. The, um, I know him because I know him because um, he comments on our Instagram account a lot. He likes it. Um, when I make sex jokes about white girls, mm, he's a big don't, fan of that. Well, don't we all? You know? <laughs> but you know, yeah. so we're gonna we're definitely gonna be uh, doing more sex jokes. Yes. Yeah. Then we got David Ziegler. Oh, another. that's a, that's another one of my friends, oh, and really? he is a an adopted Korean guy. Oh, oh really? No, 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 he's not adopted. He's half. He's half. He's okay, half okay. Korean. Very very big difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Then we got Jerry Wan. Do you know him? No. First first unknown guy. First guy we don't know. We don't know. That's uh, awesome. Kimberly Kaffier? Whoa. These are are unusual names. I thought we were going to get a whole bunch of like Eddie Zangs. Eddie Zangs. No, this is Aldos Hernandez. What? Is this the Latin (laughs) dude? This is what's hilarious about this is I think I I did a quick survey Uh, on our Instagram. I said, who are are you Asian? Yes, I saw that. And it's about about three-fourths of our listeners are Are Asian. Asian. But But one-fourth are not uh, and apparently they the all ones, are the ones giving us money yes just so like, the asian people not giving us they're money. not giving us any money because we're fucking stingy as hell fucking asian. fucking asian people uh, uh another donator dan he just he just goes by dan and That's his tight his profile picture is a picture of um bobby from king of the hill so mm. a very goofy guy i'm sure uh we got nicholas reichert he's a friend from my high school oh yes he's a mountain guy he goes on hikes oh he's stuff. a mountain he's guy he's had a kid oh, he had a kid man. and uh, congrats nick oh, for that congrats kid. this is something i did to him and i gotta personally apologize um <laughs> oh it's not something i did to him directly i kind of is but 
it's it's not my fault. It's New York's fault. Oh, okay. He sent me a picture of his newborn baby. Literally, was born last week. Yeah. And I just responded, "Ha ha, nice." <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my fault. It's New York's fault, man. Why? How is that New York's because fault? Because New York just forces you to be like, I don't fuck, I don't oh. fucking care about family. Oh, I and see. Kids. Yeah. Hey, yo, are you th- that was tight. Yo, I, <laughs> that's a sick collab. I said, "Ha ha, nice!" Like he sent me a meme or something. Yeah, you exactly. Know? It was very well, disrespectful. Babies are memes, you know. Uh, then we got the slant. The good, oh, word? the good folks from the slant. Yeah, they interviewed us, and now they're giving us money. Awesome. Thank you, slant. Um, then we have uh, Benna Lee, our first Asian. I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, first unknown Asian. Benna, what a weird name. Yeah, Lawrence Sorry. Miller. <laughs> That sounds like a friend of yours, Lawrence. Lawrence oh, that's uh, that's my friend Larry. That's uh, my uh, my number one white guy fan. White guy fan. Um, then we have Tristan McHen- McHenry. Uh, this is uh, my brother-in-law. Oh no, no no no! This guy he doesn't deserve a shout out. Okay. Oh, oh what, this did is what he do? did. Oh he, Tristan, you okay? Son of a bitch. He first donated a hundred dollars. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Then he took it away. <laughs> Tristan, first you he took it away. First you bang my sister. <laughs> And now you do this to me? Oh, God. This is unforgivable. Then we got uh, Sarah Shi. Uh, Shouts to Sarah. Sarah. Arthur Liu. Robin Yan. Jason Nakaya. Whoa. Uh, Sean Foneyavong. Foneyavong. Okay, that, that guy Thai. is Thai. He's Thai, yeah. We should guess. Well, we should try to guess every single person's ethnicity. ethnicity. Let's go back to Sarah. What was her okay. name? Sarah um, Shi. Chinese. S-H-I-H? S H I H. I think she meant to type Shin. H and N are very close to each other. <laughs> and I think she meant to type Shin, and Shin is a Korean last I name. I like that she made a mistake and was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arthur Liu, Chinese. L U or what? L U. Chinese. Yeah. Robin Yan, Chinese. Yan? Yeah. Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not cross referencing anything. You're just saying Chinese. You're just pausing and saying Chinese. Well, we're all Chinese. Jason Nakaya. I think that's Japanese. Nakaya. Yeah. Mm, could be African. Could be. Yeah, you're right. Right? Nigerian or Japanese. Right? Sometimes like African people got like, you know, like funky names. Yeah. And it's like it's, oh. the, it's the consonant vowel, consonant vowel thing. <gasps> then we got Sean Foneyavong. That guy Vong. is Thai, he's thai as, as hell. Fuck. He's he's in a cave. He's so Thai. <laughs> Um, so thank you for everybody who donated. Um, and if you don't know what the fuck we're doing right now, Patreon is a place where you can subscribe to our podcast and we release bonus content for, um, you can support our podcast, you can support our podcast and we're going to release special content for people who, who are Patreon supporters. So get in on the ground floor now, check us out on patreon.com slash, uh, Asian, not Asian. Get in on this Asian comedy Bitcoin that we've got going on. So let's get into it, man. The story of the week. Hell yeah. You've yes. been gone for two weeks on your honeymoon. Oh my god, it's great. Update us, update us. Oh, so uh so I went to Korea and Japan. I spent about a week in each of those countries. In Korea, I was in Seoul. Okay. And I went to Jeju, which is like kind of like a vacation island off of the coast of mm-hmm. uh Korea. Uh and Seoul was awesome. And uh, it's uh you know, I couldn't help but compare the two countries in a lot of ways. So, wait, oh, Japan and Korea. Japan and Korea. Oh yeah, yeah. And I have to say, like, and this is gonna really, really, really piss off a lot of Korean people. Oh, do but, it, do it. <laughs> but they're very, they're very <laughs> do it, similar. Bro. Do it. Fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're very similar. Yeah. And, and uh, I, 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 um, you know, my wife is Korean American, so she was like all about that. For her, it's like kind of like it's interesting. 
when you're an Asian person and you go back to Asia because you kind of even if you're not a like from quote unquote from Asia, you go back and you kind of feel like, oh, I've been here before, you know? Ah, you know what I'm interesting. Like, when yeah. I went to Vietnam like a couple years ago, I went back to Vietnam and I and I just immediately popped a fob squat and just started eating pho because I was like, <laughs> this is my this is who I am. Right, right, right. And so I think when she went back to Korea, she you know for her. Obviously, it's like a fun vacation, but for her also, it's kind of like a nice like kind of homecoming. She hadn't been back to Korea. She had been a bunch of times when she was a kid. And she hadn't been back in, like since like college or something. So oh. you know, she was excited to go back. And, uh, you know, we ate tons of food. Korea is interesting because it's kind of like in transition. So it's got like really, really fancy malls, mm-hmm. like the fanciest fucking mall you've ever fucking seen. Yeah. And then outside of that mall will be like a grandma selling kimchi. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I and saw this similar thing when I went to Shanghai. Yeah. Another transitioning yeah. city. Yeah. Right? You see like this big financial building and yes. then like somebody making pancakes right outside. Right, right yeah. outside. And that's what's, I, th- I think, what pretty cool about it. It's got like, uh, you can kind of feel that, you know, it's a country that's, you feel like it's like fun stuff is about to happen in mm, it. You know what I'm mm, saying? There's mm, a lot of, it's very young. A lot yeah. of kids, a lot of like young people. I have to say the hottest people I saw in my trip Young Korean moms. Oh, young Korean moms. I'm into it. I'm yeah? so into young Korean. Why moms? moms? I think there's something. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck my mother. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, there's something about like okay, so like the Korean, uh, like popular style right now, like the makeup and hair. I'm not into it. Yeah, they got like these weird bangs and they got like yeah, really yeah, yeah, shiny yeah. makeup. Yep, yep. It's like yep. really into it. Gina was like, oh, we really try the shiny makeup thing. I'm like, no, don't do it. I'll divorce you. <laughs> but. I'm not into that, but when you become, but then when they become moms, you know, they, you're busy. You can't do as much crazy shit. Yeah. So their hair becomes a little bit more natural. Okay. And then like, they don't wear, you know, they, they don't wear as much makeup. They're not I- into like the most, ex- you know, yeah, extreme yeah, yeah, like yeah. trend. Yeah. And then they just become super hot. And it's just like, ah. oh, you were hot before. You didn't have to do all this other right, stuff. Right, 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 right. So I'm all, I was just like all into Korean moms, man. <laughs> Young Korean moms, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. So like what, like 31? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh a new mom. I think this is a very specific uh, porn category that I won't be able to find. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, I like Asian young moms, but young Asian moms. Young uh, Asian you know? moms. Yeah. So that was, it was, it was tight. We had a great time in Gangnam. I did some comedy out there. Yeah. You know, shouts to the uh, the comedy crew. Uh, Soul, Stand Up Soul um, is the group. And uh, Did you have fans come out, coming out to that show? I didn't have any fans come out to the Korea one uh, because there was like a fucking typhoon oh shit well i kind of like the remnants of it it was like really really rainy and so okay the show was uh it was it was an awesome show it was um in this kind of like uh uh you know like this new comedy club that they have oh so it's a legit comedy club it was an awesome it's amazing it's it's you know and it's funny the guy who um who's who owns the the comedy club he's like he's this asian guy he's like an engineer so he's like turning that engineer money into comedy do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because he's like he's like investing in this comedy. Is he club a comedian himself, or he, he just himself like... is also a comedian? Okay, yeah. So like everybody, you know, did some did some time, and it was awesome. And uh, yeah, we ate our asses off. We, you know, the soup game in Korea, amazing. Soup game. Soup game. Okay, everybody's eating soups. Soup game. So many kinds of soups. Interesting. We would eat at these like kind of like little stalls. Like there's all these outdoor markets, and we would at the stall, and they would give you you would order a noodle soup. And then it would give you a noodle soup on the side. <laughs> another one. Another noodle soup. So good. Yo, that that seems like um, some joke from like a Wes Anderson movie or something. Yes. You know, here's your main, main noodles. Here's your main here's soup. Your side noodles. Here's your side soup. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was cool. And then Japan is just fucking crazy. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's it's you know what it is? It's when I got there, I felt like like I was in 1994 in Japan. In Japan. Okay. What because, does that mean, 1994? Because everything is kind of like 1994 feeling. You know like all the cabs are kind of older? Yes. All yes. the cabs are older. Yep. They're all kind of like Corolla, you know, you know, Celicas and stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. from like around like 1990 mm-hmm. something in great condition because everybody keeps, keeps, takes care of shit there. Yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah. like immaculate. Did you cab there by the way? It's extremely expensive. It's super expensive. We only did it once and the guy drive drove so fast through Tokyo. It was amazing. <laughs> it was he like was like the gloves and everything. Yeah, it was like a video game, and yeah. I was like, "This is fucking sweet." Um, <laughs> now, did you not have such a language barrier in Korea because Gina speaks a little bit of Korean? She does speak a little bit of Korean, so th- enough to kind of get back. C- yeah, can she, can she read and stuff? Yeah, she can read it, and you know, she it's like conversational for her. So um, I think that helped a lot. That was the thing. So I've talked to you about it. And I've yep. talked to a lot of people. Yep. Like, there was a weird thing about Japan where sometimes we. They wouldn't see, seat us at a restaurant because, mm. and we couldn't tell if it was because I don't ever think it was because you're Japanese, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But it was like, well, I mean, you're not Japanese. Yeah, you're not Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out. Um, I think it was because uh, of the language thing, and they, they, they uh, in my, I think the logic, and you can tell me if I'm kind mm-hmm. of right or not, or I don't know, you weren't there, but whatever. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, we don't speak english and yeah. we might not be able to give you good enough service mm. so you might not have a good time here therefore we shouldn't you shouldn't really sit down i don't know if that's true really? i mean maybe for some places but i mean i think the first part is true the mm. language barrier yeah is absolutely. like right it's like i i can't i can't nothing in our on our menu is in english and, and then like if you think about from a restaurant owner's perspective it's like what do you have a what if you have a peanut allergy or something oh i see die. i see i see yeah yeah like, yeah there, there's that i won't be able to help you i yeah. think there's a little bit of that yep um i don't know the service thing that might be that might be true but i don't know man i mean i would actually if there were any i i wish i had a better answer for you but i'm I, I when I went to Japan with Maria, like I speak the language, so like, yeah, we face none of that. Yeah, and but I have heard from many foreign friends, white, Chinese, whatever. Mm. They go to Japan, they're like, oh, they wouldn't let us in because we were foreigners. Yes. Um, sometimes I'll see signs that say no foreigners, usually at like brothels. Like they'll <laughs> say, <laughs> you know, I have to say, I couldn't get into any brothels. I couldn't get into, I couldn't get into a single one. It, they'll just say, because in Japan, like brothels are kind of okay. Like they're just out in the open next to like a Seven Eleven or something. So they'll have word. Yeah, you probably you probably saw some, but you didn't probably didn't register with you. If there are any Japanese listeners or who like anybody who's lived in Japan could offer us an, another insight to this, because I don't really know what the answer is. Part of me, I don't know either. I think, I mean, I guess there's no other way of saying it but discrimination, even if it's language based, <laughs> because you were saying that you didn't have this problem. In Korea, so I mean, right? I you know, ob- yes, obviously, like in Korea, we we could get around it because Gina speaks Korean, mm-hmm. but and, and 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 another thing is um that kind of puts a wrinkle in this is that Gina and I, you know, we could pass as Japanese, yeah, right, and we learned a trick where we wouldn't say anything, like so door would open like yeah. to a place we wanted to go to. And we they would like you know they would do the whole thing and they would bow and say yeah 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 <laughs> and we would just we would bow to yeah. and then we would you know just say two right with our fingers yeah. right and we would try to see how far that would get us yeah you know and then eventually they would ask another question maybe like you know I don't know I don't know what it is like you have reservations or something yeah, like that right yeah, we yeah. have no response we yeah. can't we don't speak Japanese yeah. at all and then they would find out that we're not Japanese. <laughs> 
so i do i i, I don't know if it, I, I i don't know if it's if it's uh the language thing i don't know if it's because of the you know you're not japanese thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way it, it kind of of an, course it kind of annoyed me it was like very like un-american i never we never found i mean you i was just thinking that. about you could never do that in america but yes. in japan you it's can't like, like for example let's just say like hey sorry we only let japanese people in here yes you if you called the cops the cops would be like well, yeah, we only let Japanese people in here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Would, that's just how it but is. But like, if you do that in America, if, even mm. if you don't speak English, yeah. that's like illegal, right? Right. But it's such a different fucking world. It's just that, a that's why, like, way in a way, I think Japan is so advanced, but in certain ways, it's like so fucking behind. Yeah, it's still got this weird because Japan was closed off for so long. It's got this like weird, like we don't let foreigners in our thing. Yes, like this is our thing, and yes. they're very yes. protective. Yes. Of it, and there are pros and cons. Pros. I think our culture is still strong and thriving, right? People still wear like kimonos out. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's like very culture. beautiful. Absolutely. Out of Korean friend tell me about like that he was he was like envious of that. He was saying like, oh, a lot of people wear kimonos in Japan. Yes. It's like a normal thing. Yes. And I wish Korean people did that, but yeah. Korean people don't walk around right, wearing, wearing their traditional garments. Right. Yeah. It, that that culture's like gone. Yeah. You know. Um. So there's that's a good thing is that you know we keep shit like that. But the con is like, I mean, it's 2018, like. It's everything because the internet because traveling is much easier now you can get everybody's coming in japan everybody's going yeah. to, everybody's going everywhere mm-hmm. and you have to open these you just you can't close doors anymore right you know and so it's just i don't know i mean even if you don't speak the language like it i would i would think maybe i'm just too americanized but i feel that that's it's very wrong to turn somebody down i i agree i i mean and unless it's like a mom and, i mean but even if it's a mom and pop shop it's like just try there's you'd be surprised and anyone who's listening whoever who's nervous about the language thing of anywhere yeah you'd be surprised how much you can get by with just pointing right just point right, at right, it right, right, you know right, 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 and then give them money that's it that's really all how yeah. society works point yeah. money point money whether you're at a brothel or you're at a mom and pop <laughs> hey. soup place <laughs> I mean the the just to kind of close off the whole discussion with Jap- Japan yeah. Japan going to Japan for me was like you go you ever have a friend who had the best fucking toys the best toys yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, toys yeah, 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 yeah. but and he was a nice kid but he wouldn't let you play with your his toys ah! because he had them up on the wall he had them up on the wall Yo! and he was like uh you know and then maybe one time once once in a while he would take it take one down yeah and you guys could kind of like touch it a little bit yeah but god help you if you like moved it around too much and he would be like oh, okay well you know nice kid very particular about right, his toys right, right, so that's right, right, how right. i felt japan i mean and and i i, I hope i'm not that doesn't sound like I'm not talking shit about Japan. It, Please it was talk awesome. shit about Japan. <laughs> I would definitely go back, and I, I highly recommend anyone go. Um, but this is the kind of awesome. shit. That's and Korea, kind of, it was it was amazing. This is the kind of shit that is interesting. These yes. little cultural differences. What do you have? Are you pulling out business cards? So I so in Japan they have like you know I guess chefs have everybody has business cards and they're always like this. So you can't see. This place fans. is called Ling. So this is so this is this place is an amazing sushi place. Oh yeah, she got in. This place was fine. This, I heard about this place in New York Times, and they, you know, they were oh, New York Times. So they're used to foreigners, you think? Yeah, yeah. They had a there was a there was a there was this other uh, an American guy who yeah. uh, who I talked to for a little bit, and then the, the handsomest Japanese guy I'd ever seen mm. was sitting next to me. I, I hated him. And um, <laughs> this place was sweet. Uh, this is a soba is place. Fifteen. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Jugo. Oh, Jugo. Yeah, yeah, in Kyoto. And this guy, he makes when you order soba. He goes to the back and makes soba. You can see him in the window, like making soba. Whoa. He was crazy, and his story was crazy. So you go to go to there in in Kyoto. Yeah, and this this is, this is written in English. You hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like it. But this place, and this is the place. This is a place in uh, 
uh, Shima Katazawa that wouldn't let us in. So I kept the business card. <laughs> we, we should, on, we should uh, put you on blast. Yelp review this place. Yeah, we're going to Yelp review <laughs> these places. But yes, I loved it. Uh, shouts to all the people who came out to see me um, in my various comedy shows. And uh, shouts to Asia <laughs> for being pretty sweet. Yeah, man. Glad you had a good time. It's good to have you back. Yeah. And uh, cool. Well, hope. I hope that listeners are happy now because daddy's back. And uh, is that is that am I daddy? I guess you're daddy. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a little. I don't know what I am. I guess I'm. You're a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> daddy and little boy. There is a Jap- famous Japanese drama called the the Lone Wolf. Yes, I've, I used to read this manga. Well, you have. Yeah, it's about a samurai and his little boy. And his boy, and he's pushing it in yes! a little cart. Yes, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> you're yes, I'm samurai. And I'm the little you're boy. You're little boy. <laughs> Get in the cart. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Uh, We, as we promised, we have a guest this week. Yes, and uh, our guest this week, uh, as if you, if you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw. It's not. I don't know if you saw. I put a little. I put a little prank on Instagram. I told everybody that our guest was going to be Naomi Osaka, hmm. and then I posted a picture of Brian. People are very upset. I got, <laughs> I got a lot of angry messages. Yeah, they're like, "What, what the fuck, bro? Why did you?" <laughs> but uh, our guest this week uh, is a good friend of ours. He's a comedian, stand-up comedian, and actor based in. New York City. Uh, he's been on Vice. Did you know he's that? Been on Vice. He's been on Refinery Twenty Nine. He's been on Refinery. All the auditions that I get rejected for, he's in them. Uh, well, and, and, and for good reason. For good reason. Uh, super hot boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are his other credits? Uh, we yeah we're we, between you me and our guests we're kind of like the three amigos right yes. and we each have we're like three extremes of each other yes one guy is very funny one guy is very old and one guy. <laughs> Is handsome as hell. Wait, your power sucks. <laughs> well, how is that gonna help us in the industry? Like, so, like, I'm like Splinter. You know what I'm saying? I'm Splinter. There's always gotta be one old guy, like Professor X. Ah, you know uh, you're right. Saying? One you're right. older bald right. guy. He's not known for being old, but well, that's true. I think you misinterpreted the comic books. But <laughs> let's welcome to the show Brian Park. Brian Park. Yeah. 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 What's up, guys? What's thanks for on? thanks for being on the show, thanks man. For having me. Yeah, yeah that's my yeah. superpower. Just ultra handsome. Oh, so well, that's, that's one of your many many talents. I gotta say, you hear that a lot, and you probably hate it. I do hate it. Right. Do you? Especially in the context of comedy, right? I say I hate it, but inside I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is I'm that like, you know, you're, you're, you're also funny and you act. And I think that acting is, I've, I've talked to Fumi about this. I've always feel like 
acting is way, way harder than stand-up. I only feel that way because I started with stand-up. Mm. So because mm. it's different, anything you do is just going to be harder. Right. And it's foreign to you. Right. But you, but like with stand-up, you, you know, we, we just be ourselves, right, yeah. on stage. We try to go up and be, like, be Mike Nguyen on stage, Oh, yeah, right? I totally. I'm a bad actor, though, because when I act, I'm just myself. You're just, <laughs> yeah. just Brian Park. I once went on an audition for, it was like an ABC pilot and the character was like a james bond like person okay and uh, that's entirely not me and (laughs) within like two minutes they're like all right (laughs) two minutes (laughs) like you you just played it as like an insecure they said that no but but i'm sure that's how they interpret because that's the only thing i know how to play what is the what what was the like line or a scene that they wanted you to do i would have played opposite of this sexy black woman so Uh i have to like take charge and like have sex with her. Ooh, but this is this is important because this is how we change stereotypes. Yeah, so you, fa- you failed us. I failed you. God guys. damn it, Brian! <laughs> oh my god, no, another awkward Asian. Guy. <laughs> All right, well, just so the listeners know who you are. Wait, did um, you actually get a lot of hate mail? Uh, I got your a, not hate, but I got a couple like "Oh my god" on the Osaka oh fi- god. story, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> what Haha. a terrible introduction! I, to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, like, I got excited. <laughs> I know. Wait, hold on here. Get I said, the fuck I said, out of here, Brian. check the next story, and th- and they sent me the um, slapping my face emoji. <laughs> They're like, uh, uh, you're such a fucking asshole. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, let's let's uh, just sort of listeners know who you are. Tell us about like your little origin story, man. Like, who are you, bro? Who yeah. are you? Like, why do you know you us? Got, you got like a crazy thing. You got a crazy. From... St- I mean, you're a comedian. People know that. Yeah. Where, oh, where are you God. from? You're from. I'm from El Paso, Texas. El Paso. Yeah. yeah. Texas. Yeah, like ninety percent Hispanic. Right. Yeah. And Hispanic. then and then Brian Park. And then just me. Even your high school? Uh but I didn't go to high school in El Paso though. Ever. Okay, this is fucking crazy. Tell them where you went to high school. I went to a boarding school in Santa Barbara. Look at this fucking guy. Uh, yeah. Did you come here on a horse? <laughs> 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 oh, I have done horseback riding. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All your jokes are reality. I know. <laughs> you can't, funny to him. You can't <laughs> make fun of rich people because no, they're like, oh, yes, no. I have yeah. done that. No, I'm just kidding. But go ahead. I, okay, only, so, so I did horseback riding. It's actually it's actually a funny story. I only did it twice because my second so time. So funny. No, no. It's so, just, you, know how, you know when you're riding a horse, right? <laughs> Guys, like, you know when you're riding that horse. <laughs> Such a dick. You know, it's just really awkward when those white pants don't fit correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. No, but uh, this is like a little side story. So I went horseback riding and my sister, who's not, who she, my sister did lessons with me too. Mm-hmm. And my horse farted in front of my sister's face like horse's face oh. and then that made my sister's horse like buck up oh, and then no. the horse like kicked me off oh, oh shit that's why we stopped doing horseback riding did you get hurt nah but it was like a, it was very that's scary. why you that's freaky though <laughs> yeah that's funny the, the most yeah. dangerous fart you know just the real like behind the scenes action of the horseback riding <laughs> 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 shit well now our listeners are confused but what's so, so tell us about the the boarding school like uh, so you, how did so you yeah yeah, yeah. we, we born in el paso yeah so i was born and raised in el paso texas um and then my parents are very traditional like so they're actually very hardcore in the Koreanness, like the Korean mm-hmm. immigrant spectrum, mm. <laughs> and they emphasize like education. So the El Paso public school system's not great. Okay. Oh, really? So they sat me down in eighth grade, like, okay, you're going to boarding school because you're going to go to an Ivy League school and you have no choice. And I'm like, what about my friends? And they're like, no, you're mm. just going to boarding oh, school. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And so up until eighth grade, did you go to school with a bunch of Hispanic kids? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, my, they didn't even, like, my nickname was just Chino. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> but like, I didn't know. 
at the time I was just like I just bought into it because yeah. I wanted to fit in. They'll be like, "Hey, what's up, Chino? Like, what's up?" I'm yeah. like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> wait, he's going to Kinsieras and shit." <laughs> hey, hey, cómo estás? <laughs> Chulo Brian. That's, That's the sweet as fuck, dude. Yeah. Man, imagine Brian if he if he hadn't gone he stayed, to boarding school. He, he, he I would have been, been so much funnier. <laughs> you would have been you would have been like the Spanish Asian comedian. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Such a brand right there. Such a know. brand. I know. So you went so you went to boarding school. I went to boarding school. In California, right? Yeah. Okay. And then I was I was there for four years and yeah, that was like a different experience because it was just a bunch of rich people. A bunch of guys named Brock and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 What I mean, I'm still assuming, called the Chino, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure like academically it was more more challenging. Oh, right? for Did sure. I was behind? terrible, dude. So I was I was really smart in El Paso, but that's not saying much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's just they're not bright. They're not bright. Right. And once I got to uh high school, Everyone there was like private school educated, right? And Tutors. You know, all their parents went to Ivy League schools, yeah. And they, you know, they have like intellectual discourse during dinner. Mm. And I was way out of my league. And I remember, like, after my first semester, my freshman year, uh, English teacher, like, was like, "Oh, can you meet me later after class?" And she sat me down. And she's like, "Is English your first language?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I was like, yeah, it is." And she's like, "Yeah, like you make a lot of." Uh, grammatical errors that English the second language students make. Oh my god! I was like, what the fuck <laughs> am I that, supposed to do? He said El Paso, man. James Joyce. Hey, Miss, Miss, Miss. Oh, Dios mío. Oh, oh como estás? Yeah, this is sick. Uh, yeah. Shit. Okay. So nuanced. Okay, go ahead. So then. Yeah. So uh, I had a, you know, ultimately it was a good experience, right, you right, know, right, being right. exposed to different cultures and stuff. Yep. Yep. And um, yeah, I didn't end up going to an Ivy League school because I cheated. Then... <laughs> 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 it was actually, it was actually this big scandal in my high school because I. So I, obviously it's like a super Asian thing of me to be like, okay, yeah. what's the best way to get to an Ivy League school? I'm going to become student body president. Yeah. And yeah. so I got kind of cocky and I knew I was popular enough to like win it. Yeah. Not popular in the traditional sense. I think I was just friends with a lot of different groups. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I wasn't like the guy ever. Yeah, I was right. just like a guy who hung out with the theater kids. I hung out with the jocks and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And uh, the very next day I got suspended for three weeks because I got caught cheating on, on, a test. AP, on an AP bio exam. But anyways, I got suspended. I got sent back home to El Paso and then the school conducted like a vote of confidence in my absence to determine if I should retain my presidency. Jeez. Oh my, oh, you got it. You yeah, got I, got, I got it. Oh, you got it. And then the very next, next day, day. Oh, and then uh, they called me and they're like, Hey Brian, like we held a vote of confidence and there was an overwhelming majority said that you should resign your, pres- your presidency. <laughs> Well, yeah. you have to you resign from a student body. Pos- pre- you know, this they, is like they, a hoity-toity. The private schools—they take that shit real seriously. Take it real man. seriously. What if yeah. you didn't resign? What if you're just no? I'm go. I want you to Supreme but Court. You know, keep in mind, like, I was ass. 17, and <laughs> so yeah. I didn't have like. You know, you're so impressionable and you're not yeah. like even sure. Yeah, you're not yeah, even yeah. sure of yourself. So yeah. obviously you're like, oh, fuck, this is way too much pressure. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. And so I got back to school and then I made this announcement. I'm like, hey, like this was a huge lapse of judgment. It was like, you know, I, I'm not I'm unfit to do this. Oh, my gosh. Damn, dude. That's like really that's like grown up shit. Yeah. You, got, you got impeached. I got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got fucked. And then and then I had to write that. I had to report that to all the colleges I applied to. I didn't realize cheating was such a big thing. It's the worst thing. I it know, but, did you, but over in, there in public school, like I mean, not me personally, but like I know some kids who got caught cheating. But I don't know that. It depends, I think, obviously, on the level of what you're doing. 
but I guess like in my school, yeah. like p- kids did that, and yeah. then they failed everyone in that class. However, at my school, it's very uncommon. Like everyone oh. was very like uh, they took academics the, very seriously, right. the, yeah. and so like cheating is a uh, it's like a, a moral flaw. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. It's like a that's hand a, job at a Catholic school. It's, fucking, a big, it's a big deal. This yeah. is such fucking bullshit. You know that Brock and all those fuckers. Oh, well, for they sure. cheat in different ways. I think. You yeah, know they're I mean? cheating by being white, dude. You know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. you're already cheating, dog. You know, like that's not fair. Also, this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and then Brian. I refuse to believe that you were the only person cheating in. This agreed. School. No, absolutely. Because kids are kids. And kids the, are kids. And, you, yeah. and, and they were. They looked at this guy, and they're like, "He's Asian and Mexican, and yep. we we're gonna get him out of here." Yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. Totally. And Damn. you can't even ride a horse. I don't understand. So yeah. you, you have to write that on your, all your college applications. So you, yeah. you, you destroy your parents' dreams of ever going to an Ivy League school. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they're not, they're not going to, yeah. Like, once you write that down as an Asian person, you're fucked. Oh, you're so fucked. You're but fucked. It, it does make it more diverse, I think. You know, to an, be Asian, a cheater? an Asian cheater. That's, there's not a lot of those applying to Harvard. It's a, a very, oh, yeah. And a, lot, a lot of those applying to Harvard, and none of them are getting into Harvard. Yeah. So then where'd you go to school? Uh... I went to we're like grilling him about, about his academics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we haven't like, even talked about comedy. Hey guys, this is we're an like Asian. His, this is an Asian American. <laughs> we're like his well, Yeah, yeah. We can probably have a school. podcast. I listened to your SJ Son episode. And you guys talked about SAT scores. Well, this <laughs> is very we have a guest on. You're like we had real a, Asian up this here. This is very interesting. You know, like uh, you know the boarding school thing. Yeah, the fucking you know practice the, school the, That's the a, yeah. no confidence thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've only heard about that in Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I went to so I went to UC San Diego. Okay. Okay. And then I was there. I went there for two years, and then I transferred to UCLA. Uh, it's funny to me that you uh, destroyed your academic career and still went to a school that I didn't get into. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I was horseback top, riding. I was I would say I was top one percent of my of my high school. And I didn't get into the school that a cheater fucking got into. (laughs) Mike, people are always fucking you. You know, you're always getting fucked. Okay, continue. Um, Okay, so that's where you discovered comedy. So did you? Yeah. So I was a super. uh, I was gung ho about going to medical school. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know anything else because my parents, from a very young age, kind of groomed me to become a doctor. And going into college, my perception of medicine was just okay. This is. Uh, they make a lot of money and they have a lot of community respect. So yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I studied biochemistry and I fucking hated every second of it. But I did really well mm-hmm. on everything. So I didn't have, I, I was like a, a bad, good Asian. Like, right, yeah. right, right. Like it was, I mean, that probably made it harder for you to choose comedy because you already, you kind of had a knack for it. Exactly. Right. That's what. Because if you were failing, that would have been an easy choice. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So my sister and my my parents were like, "Think about all the kids who want to go to medical school, but they can't even get the good grades. Yeah. You're getting the A's. So isn't that a sign that this is your fate? A sign. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) They use that man. Fate. That's a strong word. Strong. That's a super strong one. Back to the Star Wars thing. It's like, it's your fate to become a doctor. Become a doctor. <laughs> God damn. What are you, Man. You, you, your mom, Darth Vader and shit? <laughs> nah. Yeah, so I was studying to be, a, I was a pre-med and I felt, I've always felt like a very creative person. Like even at UCLA, a lot of my friends were design students oh, and cool. I didn't like hanging out with my fellow pre-med like peers. Dorks. Yeah. Because yeah. they were just so. We can say it. Dorks. Yeah. Dorks. <laughs> well, I am a dork. We're all dorks. Dorks yeah. are cool now, Mike. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, bro. Well, you're not a dork. <laughs> Take that back, bro. Take that back. <laughs> How dare you? Um, yeah, so I, 
UCB, there, so UCB came to UCLA and they did an improv show. And, and we're talking about Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah, yeah. The the improv this was for like five people. It's the, yeah. it's the Harvard of improv. <laughs> One of two schools available. <laughs> and so they did a show at UCLA and I went. And it was kind of a light bulb moment for me because cool. I was like, this is so cool. I, I don't, this, that was like the coolest thing to me. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they said they offered classes. And so on week, I was like, okay, I signed up for an improv class. And on weekends, I would just do improv. And then that was my mm. way of like my creative outlet mm. during my undergrad years. Right, 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 right. Yeah. This this went into like post-grad. So after I graduated with my pre-med degree, I worked for a vascular surgeon mm. as a surgical technician. Mm-hmm. So I would be scrubbed in during vascular surgeries and hand instruments to the surgeons. Shit. And that's a real job. Yeah. It's a, it's a to- it's like the perfect job. For a gap year in the medical school, so mm. that's why all the pre meds like wanted this job because it was. And you got that job. Yeah, maybe it was fate. Maybe, I, you should uh, have been a doctor. Yeah, you should have been destructive. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think um, your parents are right. I think yeah. that's what's happening here. Well, uh, guess who's behind door number two? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Park. Mom, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, so then. So yeah. So I, after having three years of improv chops, that kind of gave me the confidence to try stand up. Okay. And I did it. And I liked the autonomy and mm-hmm. control that I had on yeah, stage. That's cool. Right, right, and right. I sort of just went psycho with stand up. You that's got into awesome. it. Yeah. yeah, because my my doctor job, I would wake up at four in the morning and work from five AM to six PM. Shit. What? Yeah. Is that even legal? That's, that's like, crazy. That's twelve that's hours crazy. a day. That's, yeah. That's I mean, more. it just depends on how many right. surgeries the there surgery, are. Okay. Right. Yeah. And like some surgeries last four hours, four or five hours, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'll be out late. But I did. I made sure to do comedy open mics every night until like two a.m. Right, and I would get like three hours of sleep. Oh my god! I don't know how I did it. Well, you can only do it because you were like twenty-one. Right, I could only time. do it because it was so new. Yeah. And I was like obsessed cool and, and fun. I was like twenty-two. Yeah, yeah three. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Now I I can't. I, of course, hell no. No, yeah. we're we're in bed by eight p.m. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so you had that, and then like fast forward to I want to know more about, and I think a lot of our listeners can relate to this. Is but at a certain point you. Decided not to go to med school, right? And you had, yeah. that, you had that conversation with your parents, right? Yeah. It was an organic thing, though, because even when I was working, there was a shift. Like, I was preparing my medical school application, and then maybe, like, six months into my job, I stopped thinking about what I was going to say in my medical school application, and I started focusing more on, like, what kind of jokes I was going to tell later that night. Mm. Yeah. Like that was the only thing that kept me was made me excited. So like your brain was like moving out out, out of, of like yeah, biology. Yeah. It wasn't a force grades thing. and then into like yeah. And I spoke to a lot of doctors because it was a private clinic, so we had a rotation of doctors coming in and out of there. And I would ask them like, hey, like should I go to med school? And they're like, they're like, it fucking sucks. Like if there's anything you can do, just do that. Oh really? Yeah. They said that. Yeah. And so that I interpreted that as just confirmation of just pursuit to pursue comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I wanted to move to New York because my favorite stand-ups, all my favorite stand-ups like developed in New York at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was able to get an internship at Saturday Night Live. I remember board. that. When yeah. I met you, you were doing that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, so, you're some sort of amazing success guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His, so, resume, his resume looks pretty good so far. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't get, uh, you know, I, I was going to go to med school <laughs> and instead I got and did SNL. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, horseback riding, man. <laughs> <laughs> horseback energy. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, so that all happened very quickly. I couldn't even give a two weeks notice to my old job because at SNL they're like, okay, can you start next Monday? And I received uh, the news on a Thursday, 
And so oh, shit. You, like, I packed your shit in like a, in like a day. I packed my shit and just left. And at that point, I had already told my parents, like, I love comedy. I'm going to do this. And I think because it was SNL and it's the only yeah. comedy institution that my parents kind of understand Understood. or like knew, knew about. Yeah. They're like, all right, you should do this. Like, yeah. even if it's even if it doesn't pan out after a year. It'll still be a good thing to have. They recognize that, like, yeah, it's the, bra- it's the branding. It's all man. about, yeah, it's all Asians about recognition. Love brands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You they know? love brands and that's, status and brand. Yeah, it's the Chanel of comedy. Yeah, so you got to go. So that was my parents supported my decision to go to New York. Okay, that's yeah. so that's good. Yeah, that's really this nice. This is a good insight. This is a strong insight for but it all wasn't, of our listeners. But there was a yes. lot of, but there was a lot of blowback. It wasn't until that SNL brand came into the picture where they're like, okay, maybe uh. he's. Maybe this is something. So so wait, tell tell me like about that initial conversation. You you sat them down and said, "Hey, I think I want to pursue comedy and not do med." School. Yeah. And like what, like what did they say? Like what is that? Was it just wrath? Like what was their initial reaction? Well, they thought it was just a phase mm. because <laughs> they thought it was just a phase. What the fuck? Because before I did comedy, I like had this huge photography phase. Oh. Like I was always trying to look for a creative outlet. Oh yeah. yeah. And like nothing really stuck. Right. And right, so right. with comedy, they're like, okay, you're probably going to get over it after six months. <laughs> so then just go do your little new thing. Yeah. But then after a year and I was still doing it, they're like, all right, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's, oh. why isn't this, why isn't so this pe- petering out? Yeah. And Maybe they hope it's still a phase. You I know? think, I like think a 10 year long phase. Well now currently my mom still tells me like, Oh, have you considered grad school? Like, how, how old are you? I'm 28. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because you're, yeah, you're, you're going to still get that until maybe like 31. <laughs> you got that shit? Oh, all the time. Grad, grad school? school? Law school. Uh, law school? They would tell me to go to law school all the time. 31? A million, a million percent. They would be like, well, maybe you can go to law school. Damn. They, they yeah. throw that. They just, they, just, they just, you know, it's the half court shot. Of, of, ah. Asian, <laughs> of Asian parenting. You know, like, it's as unlikely, like but the, let's the throw time, it up. Time let's is up. up. <laughs> Sometimes it goes in. So. That's true. I don't That's know. True. But yeah, so then, so, so yeah, grad school. Okay, they throw that in you. Yeah. Yeah, but... You know, it was uh, what, what were we talking? Where were we at? What were we talking we're about? We're talking about like your dynamic with your parents, and this is another question I had that maybe we can kind of segue into. Is you know, obviously, like Asian parenting is a topic that comes up a lot on this podcast, and a lot of our listeners have a lot of opinions about it. Totally, a lot of them may be negative, but I think with you, like you have this interesting dynamic where, like, at times it's negative, but at the end of the day, I think your parents have your back almost. I think just talking to us about your web series will like kind of set that up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's about this yeah, whole thing you're talking journey. about like what is your what is the web series about yeah so uh with the help of mike and fumi i you know acted produced and created this web series called eating it and it is ba- it was basically a way for me to explore a lot of the internal feelings that i had about being a second generation asian american and like pursuing my dreams against my parents desires mm-hmm. so it's about a korean american medical student who wants to drop out of medical school because he's a big foodie and he really wants to open a restaurant one day. And I chose foodie uh, culture because I think that's very foreign to a lot of Asian immigrant parents mm. because food to them has a very utilitarian purpose. Mm-hmm. At least with my parents, they yep. they judge the quality of the food and compare it to the price. Right. Whereas here in America, like you can make a living being like an Instagram foodie person. Right. Yeah. And it's just people's entire personalities are about eating at nice restaurants and yeah. stuff. And so it's very foreign to them. And so that was a way for me to kind of juxtapose uh, just American Western culture and Eastern, you know, familial 
filial piety. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think for a lot of second generation Asian Americans, we feel this sense of obligation and duty to our parents. Yet we go to schools in America and we have American peers and all of them, you know, I feel like with their parent, like with white parenting, it's very hands off. It's like, yeah, you do your thing, yeah. you do, your thing. Pr- do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Pursue your dreams. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. And so for, <laughs> from a lot of, what like, a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, even with like my pre-med, like my pre-med and comedy journey, I just, I've just always felt conflicted because mm. i feel that like you know i feel like i'm disappointing my parents in a way but at the same time i this is what i, I decided to yeah. go pursue comedy and just go for it so there's a scene that when we were making this uh web series there's a there's there's a couple scenes with your with your real parents yeah uh in acting as the parents of the character that is in the web series yeah and so i remember we went over to uh your parents place and we you know they were great yeah. To us. <laughs> yeah. They were they're very nice. They yeah. got they got the whole crew food and everything. Oh yeah, the food was great. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. From Costco. Oh, you know, great. so like <laughs> oh, yeah. it was so good. And we we got, you know, they were very nice and hospitable to us and and they were great uh when, you know, they they, had, they do a great performance, I think. And but what like kind of talking to them about their role and they must, you know, they must be self-aware enough to be kind of to see you know the um, it's based on them it's based on them right Right, so like was that how was that like what what was it like working with your parents Yeah, it's like really in their grill yeah like this is how i feel and you gotta gotta read these lines and i'm gonna these these are the conversations i can't really have with you in real life but but it's on script right so how was that yeah it was okay so honestly i uh, i i don't know it was uh it was cathartic for me mm. because this was just a, another way or outlet for me to share with my parents like how I feel. Mm-hmm. And thankfully now I th- they're very supportive. Yeah. Um, I think with the, it, it's it's what's tough about Asian parenting is that they're very harsh and they're very critical. Mm-hmm. Yet it always comes from a place of love. Right. And so with me pursuing comedy or like filmmaking or acting or whatever it is, they see how passionate I am about it. And as long as I'm passionate about it, they will support me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and there, i think there's more pressure on me now because they're like okay you chose this so you better fucking like it mm-hmm. oh i see yeah but with the acting thing uh here's the thing though my parents they liked it because they told me that they secretly wanted to like the my actors? mom has told me like how she wanted to be a talent in korea ha oh okay okay yeah so this was almost her way of like fulfilling that dream in some fun way so they made it fun they made it fun for themselves right so see they have so despite what they say about med school and shit like they Mm. i mean there's that freudian mm, theory that they have their own ambitions about but i think freud said that uh your parents like unfulfilled desires like are what like they affect what you pursue. Yes, affect what you, um, you're saying that ha- like that, that, that has like the biggest impact on like what oh. you choose to do. But you didn't, oh. even, but you didn't even know about the mom wanting to pursue talent thing for a while, right? Uh, I knew though. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So Very, she's going to divorce your dad and <laughs> move to Bushwick and yeah. she's going to go and do open mics and it's all because of you dude oh god that'd be a really good series you could write that, that one good, write yeah. that series the Asian mom yeah but I'm very even when I do this whole comedy thing it's it's uh I try and stay realistic about it and it's mm-hmm. I think that's just the Asian in me is that 
I measure my progress compared to like what goals I've set and what goals I've accomplished. Mm. And I think if I wasn't getting anything or feel like I wasn't making any progress, I would probably just hang it up. Right. Shit. But because you're Wonder Boy success man. <laughs> right. You're fucking killing it. <laughs> also, um, I think we all do that. I think it's, it's so funny you, you, you're just quoting Freud on this podcast. Very evident that you go to therapy. Very therapy. Uh, oh, oh, very strong. Therapy agent. Therapy agent. You know? Man. Yeah. So yeah. Shouts, shouts to, to therapy. Yeah. And also check out Brian's web series, Eating It. Uh, you can find it on eatingitwebseries.com. Yes. Check it out. And we're back with race news. That's race news. That's race news. This is a segment where we talk about shit that's on the news that has to do with race. This was uh, this was this is especially cool news because I, w- I was in Japan while this was happening. Yes. So I can kind of see it from the Japanese point of view. Right. 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 And we're talking about today. We're talking about the U.S. Open. Uh, Naomi Osaka versus Serena Williams and the the little meltdown. Right. And then the uh, the after effect. You know how the media kind of talked about it and. Yep. Uh, it was. I mean, did you guys? Did you watch it? I I didn't watch it live, but uh, I was just kind of following along on like you know all the d- different news channels. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You know all that stuff about. And, so and a quick synopsis for people who don't know what's going on. Basically, the U.S. Open, the final, the final round. I don't think that's it's called the round, but the final <laughs> match. <laughs> Sounds like Street Fighter. Final round. Um, basically, they're playing, and Serena uh, got three penalties. Um, she was. She got the first penalty for coaching, which I don't know. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Like, your coaches can't so weird. communicate with you. Right. Yeah. Uh, no eye contact. She got a thing for that, but you don't. You, you just get a warning for that. They don't actually get, get your points taken away. But she got really mad about that. And yeah. then secondly, she destroyed her racket uh, because she like missed some. She shot, missed something, so she threw her which, racket. Yeah, and it. And you got. I mean, I didn't realize that she was so strong. It's like it. That racket got fucked up, man. Oh, totally. Just. <laughs> You didn't know that she, that Serena Williams is a strong a strong woman. No, I thought she was a weak, <laughs> docile woman. Um, and then thirdly, also oh, for that for the racket thing, she got one, one well, point. point yeah. Uh, and then lastly, she called the umpire a thief. Ooh. And then she got one game taken away. Yes. Yes. So people were very upset about this. She was making it about like, is this because I'm a woman? You know, yeah. Andre Agassi and all these Andy Roddick, they go out there, they destroy shit, and nothing yeah. happens to them, right? She made it very political, and then. Uh, and, and the way that the, the news outlets have been talking about it is very controversial. So I don't know if you saw this cartoon that was on an Australian newspaper. Oh, yeah, that was pretty it, fucked up. Right, it's fucked up, right? I mean, people are portraying Serena as this angry black woman, mm. and people are pr- kind of portraying Naomi as this, like, I mean, in that cartoon, they paint her as a, they draw her as a white girl. Hmm. And yeah. so it's this whole thing of, you know, why why can't women of color, especially, mm. like, American women of color, when they show emotion, they just get sort of categorized into this like angry black woman and it, you know by doing that they're kind of reducing all the other nuances that mm. are important like why this mm. is happening in the first place mm. right so you know it's it's become it's kind of racial it's become kind of this like sex gender issue yeah. um yeah. yeah i mean so when you were when you're in japan what like were people excited yeah, I mean, she was on the cover of every newspaper. Right. She was, uh, you know, they talked a lot about her. They kind of covered her a lot on um, talk shows and stuff like that. And, um, you know, she's very shy. She's, you know, she's young. She's so she? shy. Also, she's like she 20? like, is, she's like not good at talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On interviews. Yeah. yeah. She, you know? she When they ask her, like, how did you feel when you won the thing? She goes, um, 
Yeah, she's very yeah. soft spoken. Yeah, like a, like a weak, you know, in, in a lot yeah. of ways, she's just like a you know a typical you know kid. You know, she's, so, a, she's a kid, yeah. right? She's and so about how she plays PlayStation as her right, pregame right. ritual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's always talking about how like uh, you know she really likes tonkatsu. You know, what I'm saying yeah. like <laughs> she like, but she can't eat it because she's an athlete. You I know. know? <laughs> so it's like oh, there's all these things. Yeah. I don't, Brian, did you watch it? I watched it. Yeah, and you used to play. You, I used to play big tennis fan, big tennis player. Yeah, like what did you think about the game? Maybe you can give us like a analysis of like. Okay, so I, you know, I'm a I play tennis from a young age and i think serena cut and dry is just wrong from the very beginning Ooh. um mm. interesting yeah Feminist, I mean, you hear that but i think but i think tennis <laughs> itself Gather around here's the thing tennis itself is a very traditionalist conservative yeah, sport right yeah. and i'm obviously biased because i've played it for a very long time and my interpretation of it is just like rules are rules like mm. you can't co I, we can discuss like whether or not that's a that, that, that rule even makes sense but you can't coach while the players on court yeah. right and serena got docked for that and then from there she should have just you know moved past it but just then she play, just play lost cool. her cool right and then i didn't think she needed i, I didn't think she, it was inappropriate to bring up like make it into a gender issue mm. she brought her kids up at one point she did bring <laughs> yeah. up her kids i mean you yeah. know she this she was probably i mean because that umpire he's carlos ramos like he's He's known to be very strict. Like he's very conservative. Oh, okay. So you so, so you know that. So that's very on brand for him. That's that's how he is. Ah, like, I see, I see. Yeah, and see, we, that's inside information. That's makes it so interesting. And on top of that, Serena's coach admitted to coaching. He did. That, he that did was say, the funniest part. Where yeah. to coaching. she's like, she would just give me a thumbs up and then cut to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was definitely giving her the signal with his, with his French that accent. Was I was coaching. Uh, I was coaching. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that, it is, that was really uh, funny. It, it's complicated. Like I, I see both sides of it, but yeah. as just a spectator who plays tennis, I'm like, this is you know just play yeah. by the rules. My favorite part was uh, they're saying Serena is like an angry black woman, blah blah blah. But I do think there is some progress because she did ask to speak to the manager of tennis. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah. that's a very white right? move. Right? That was a very, very white, white move. move. <laughs> that's and, very and, white and move. they did come out, so they it's did. like you know, it's like so I let see me you. talk to your manager. Exactly. She talked to the manager <laughs> of tennis, and I thought it was gonna be. I mean, you know, tennis. It's supposed to be like. Uh, a very fancy traditionalist sport, yeah. mm -hmm. but the two people who came out look like fucking managers from JC Penney's. Right? right? They're like <laughs> she fucking was, uh, she was, Yeah. <laughs> One guy looked like he had a toupee. Yeah. It was so she strange. Was, yeah. She argued out her point and everything like yep, that. It yep. was. I, I mean, I I just keep thinking about Naomi and like. Oh, I felt terrible. You know, for she's her. just she's just kind of chilling and you know, and she was talking about how she, um, you know, she wasn't looking at Serena. It's like. Because like they she's tell trying her to, stay, to yeah yeah they, she's they trying players. to stay focused right yeah. this is like her the biggest game she's ever played right yes. and this, all this craziness is happening behind her you know what I'm saying so it's just like I'm trying to imagine what she's going through I mean I, that made me upset because it, then it became a conversation about Serena even though Naomi whooped her ass like yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. took away from Naomi's moment. Yeah, she bowed to her too. That was the whole thing. Oh, that was a that yeah, was sweet. <laughs> that was sweet. Yeah, but also well, going back to Serena, like her bringing up how uh, her being a woman affected the umpire's judgment of her. Mm. I don't know if that was a that would, would that be a point she'd bring up, let's say five or ten years ago. Mm. Probably not. I mean, because now it's so topical. Like right. that's to me, it shows how she's you like. Oh, you think she's kind of taking advantage of the current movement? Possibly. Uh, I mean, she, she is a champion, you know, and like champions yeah. will like do, you know, she, you know, she wants to win. She's under a lot of pressure herself, yeah. right? It, she wants, you know, she just had a baby. I and mean, now in she's general, be, I think she's a fantastic athlete. She's undeniably the best women's tennis player to ever play the game. Yeah. But 
when she loses, she does have a tendency to not give credit to her opponent. She's like, I played horribly. Or, ah. like, this isn't her first time getting into these antics at the U.S. Open. Yeah. I mean, oh, I previously. She got into, uh, I remember, like, this is like 2011, stat. with, like, yeah, she got into an argument with a referee and, yeah. like, you know, got real upset. Was she, and she spat got, at him? She, well, no, she got, she got called for a, f- a football. Okay. And yeah. And like, she lost that, she lost that game because of that. Yeah. And it's, like, an unusual call to make, but. Being Serena, she thought it was absurd to be called for a football. And so mm. she went to an Asian umpire who called her that and said, I'm going to shove this throat, this ball down your fucking throat if you call that. Oh, like that. shit. Yeah. And she got and she got docked a point, which cost her the match. Yeah. The whole match was oh because gosh. of that. Yeah. That's what happened. I mean, she lost the game in this one, too. Man, you know, shouts to Asian people, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. I, I do want to say that this is like re- relatable to comedy, too, but it is weird when because this is Serena is Naomi's idol, right? Yes. Yeah. And we have her comedy idols. This is based on anime, but in anime, <laughs> in anime, <laughs> the boss or like the the cool guy, you know, the the best fighter or the best sports player in the anime always like keeps his cool no matter mm, what. And yeah. then and then even when they're losing, they're cool and they just come back with like a special move called like the Hurricane Falcon or some shit. Oh, and I then see. they win at the end, right? Yeah. Which I feel like Serena could have done. I think that game could have gone either way. I mean, Naomi was playing better, but I almost feel like if you just kept her cool, like she could have maybe won and that would have been a fucking cool example to be like, that's what a champion looks like. Damn, you know, all yeah. these unfair advantages happening and she could have brought this up later, mm. right? Like, I think that fair, I think that, that was, unfair, was unfair, right? Yeah. But just to like have that, it, I think it kind of hurt the image of her idol, like to, for Naomi, you know, mm. to see her kind of act like that right. in front of her, you know? Man, I don't know. I mean, you know, like, yeah, winning is the best revenge, of course, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, you know, that's going to be have to, uh, how we're going to remember that championship now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is, is, we're going to remember this, Serena. This whole, this whole Serena. So, and here we are. We're talking about we're Serena. Serena. We're, talking we're not Serena. talking about Naomi. We're not talking about Asian people. This so, <laughs> shit. We, you know, Naomi, you go out there and you ask to see that manager. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back, and we've got a fun game for Brian that we're going to play. And uh, I don't know if it's going to work, but I think it will. And we, we I, I call it acceptance letter. Okay? And it's essentially, you know the game Fuck, Kill, Marry? So uh, it's, the same, it's the same idea, right? But uh, we're going to say it's Harvard, Syracuse, DeVry. So we looked up uh, Asian celebrities, of which there's like 10. <laughs> yeah, so, it's the entire cast from Crazy Rich Asians. Right. And I mean, ran out. So we, we had to add some surprise characters. <laughs> we had to, uh, yeah, we looked, we looked up uh, all these different uh, people. So we're going to play uh, this game. So we're going to give you three options and you're going, uh, we're going to uh, Harvard, Syracuse, DeVry them. Okay. So the first person is Aquafina. Okay. Okay. The second person is Ken Jeong. And okay. the third person is Mulan, the fictional character. <laughs> Not to be confused oh. with my friend Mulan. Not to be neighbor. confused with Mulan, you know who took bio with me. But okay, Mulan. I'm only, I'm the only one playing this. You're playing this yeah. game. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Mulan. I would go with uh, Harvard is Mulan. I'm gonna okay. Harvard Mulan. Okay. <laughs> because Mulan is uh, strong, independent woman. Okay. Mm. Uh, great leadership qualities. Yeah. One hundred percent Harvard, right there. But would she get in? Cause she's Asian, and they're limiting those. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Did you, mean, did you but she is very good with the sword. Fighting so an army, <laughs> I think, qualifies you <laughs> in top. Oh, this that, is that's, fun. Your, this that's is top zero point one percent. You're right. You're right. right. Okay. Fighting, yeah. Fighting an army qualifies you. <laughs> yeah. That's but what you, she writes about. You're gonna write that in your personal <laughs> statement. 
what are, what are the what are the things you've done? Uh, fought the Hun army. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, you're in. Um, okay, so Syracuse. I'm gonna Syracuse uh, Aquafina. Okay, because she seems like a Syracuse she seems like person. She literally went to Syracuse. <laughs> I think she did. Did she? <laughs> yeah, dude. She seems like she's really good at flip cup. You know. Yeah. I well. Uh, she knows how to party. We gotta look it up. I bet you she went to Columbia. I bet you she yeah, like went probably, to good school. No, I mean that's the, I actually had that thought on this podcast where I'm like talking about how I was gonna go to med school and stuff, but like literally, you know, they did those bios of the Asian crazy rich Asians yeah. cast members, and all of them are the same story. It's like, oh really? yeah, yeah, they're like, I was a lawyer and I right, became well, crazy Ken, rich yeah, Asian. Yeah, Ken Jeong, <laughs> I was a doctor. That's hysterical. And then uh, Ken Jong would be Devry. Interesting. Why? Yeah. Why Devry? Why Devry? Ken Jong would be Devry. He's just very crass, man. Mm. He's a crass dude. That's he is. He's always showing his, he's showing his dick a lot. Showing his dick. You're right. Yeah. Very you brave. Know, They're very brave of him to do that. Full bush. Very brave. Yeah. Full, full bush. Full bush. Cursing a lot. That's some Devry like behavior. Yeah, you're right. That is. That's so man. Do you agree? Um, it's an. Well, interesting, how would you rank it? It's an interesting choice. Yeah, but fighting in a war could also be Devry. That's very. That's not cool. Ah, that's true. <laughs> that's very like, what? yeah, fighting war not you know, cool, man. That's just not it's cool. It's disrupting. Army. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think Ken Jeong. I mean, he's a he is a doctor. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's in the most that's Harvard set. material yeah, right that's, there. That's true. That's true. You know, true. if you're that's already true. a doctor, they'll probably let you into Harvard. I don't yeah. know. Maybe not. Um, that's true. That's and true. And then, I mean, I would put Aquafina as De, as Devry. She's Devryish. I could see her in a Devry. Cl- well, hold on here. Not the she had that rap song My Bad. There you go. Yeah, that's Devry. that's a Devry. That's, Devry. that's yeah, that's, some, you know, that's like Devry hustle right there. That's yeah, a Devry. Man. A Devry kid would put a lot of effort into learning uh, Garage Band so that they could learn to do a rap, and rather than focus on <laughs> on their MBA on Devry skills. <laughs> and then uh, uh, who's the last one? Mulan is uh, Syracuse. I could see Mulan wearing Mulan a Syracuse could- shirt sweatshirt. Yeah. I can see that. She you could know? be one of those like rich foreign exchange Chynese students yeah. at Syracuse. She's like, hey, what's going on? My name's Mulan. Uh, I'm really into Balenciaga. Decked and out in Louis Vuitton yeah. at like 8 a.m. Also killing the Huns, you know? Yeah. yeah. Slay, oh, you know? See? So you're going there at go. it from a more academic perspective. I'm going from like a yeah, like character that. perspective. I like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay, so we're uh, so same game. Harvard, Syracuse, DeVry. Yep. Okay. And uh, we're going to do uh, David Chang. Okay. John Cho. Did you know he's 46? Did you know that? He looks fucking good, man. I know. He's so hot. So hot. Uh, so who did I say? Oh, Pause David. while we all jerk off. <laughs> David, <laughs> David Chang, John Cho, and then Tila Tequila. Hey. Right off the bat, Tila Tequila is DeVry. Okay. 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 That's a no-brainer. You don't think she went to school? You don't think she went to school? Tila Tequila is an Asian woman who is friends with like alt-right people. You're you're all kinds of stupid. You wouldn't even get accepted to college. That kind of of logic is She might get rejected from DeVry. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, you could think of it as maybe she is building bridges. Oh, God. That's uh, that's Harvard material. Okay. So then? So then? And then I would say, oh, this is a toss-up, man. This is tough. I would go with John Cho as Harvard. Why? Ooh. Because he is, uh, he's always been like a straight, straight line guy to me. Like mm-hmm. he's always, yeah, acting's, always been, acting's always been his thing. Okay. Okay. So that, I think it's a more, it's more it. co- yeah. Like he's always good at acting. That's his thing. He's always, he was like an early Hollywood star. And to me, that's Harvard material. Like you, you excel in that thing that you chose from a young age. Mm. Whereas um. David Chang, kind of, that's part of his story is 
he, he didn't know what he wanted to do and he's he's very entrepreneurial like a disruptor and i think that's syracuse a right disruptor there. wow yeah. syracuse i honestly think that when you don't go to people who obtain success that didn't go to a good school the advantage that they have to use is like think outside the box mm. oh for sure yeah for sure so i associate you, that with david chang you don't have that brand yeah I think these. Uh, my answers are too logical. It's not funny. No, no it's good. I, I, I mean, it, it makes. I, I did, where did who was the fictional character in this? There oh is no, no t- t- tequila. She's real. I'm sorry. She, well, <laughs> Fox is real. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I see. Now I'm real curious about where everybody did go to school. I feel that so, John Cho didn't. Well, John Dave, Cho go to Dave, Berkeley. John Cho went to Berkeley. Dave Chang went to Shouts. Trinity. So Trinity. I just looked up. Aquafina went to uh, SUNY Albany. Ah, oh, okay. very, so very, far. very oh, Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse. That's Syracuse yeah. right there. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, pretty yeah. good. Maybe we, that's the, the the game should be where did they go to college? That's a very Asian that's a, move. That's, oh. a, that's funny. That's, that's funny. A, that's hey, funny. We, I knew we'd get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, eventually it would be funny. Tequila Tequila College. That'd be fun. I want to do that. Just do you have any more? Well, okay, hold on here. Okay, we'll hold just on here. Because you so have. So we do have. Okay. Hold on. I googled Tequila Tequila College. And the first thing that comes up is Hastings High School. She didn't go to college. Uh, <laughs> ah, well, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, okay, here. There's only... Eh, well, this could be fun. Do you think that Asa Akira went to college? And if so, which Ooh, one? Asa Akira, Asa the Akira. famous porn star. I think... So. Oh, she's from Brooklyn. I know that. She's from Brooklyn? I know her backstory. She went, I feel like she went to college. She's. A, she's you know her backstory? Yeah. How do you know her backstory? See, oh, Asa, he's a fan. He's a fan. Asa Akira. <laughs> Wait, you watch Asa Akira? Um, you know, I watch it for, like, just the culture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for the articles, for the articles. Asian American arts. Yeah, you know. I just imagine like the there's a porno of her and you're just sitting there like in a smoking jacket going, mm, good point, good point, <laughs> good point. Mm, um, so I know her story is that she. Well, she's, hold on here, hold on here. She's very American. Okay, she is. Okay, but she well, don't don't say what don't say what what college she went, she went to. to. I, I, I don't know which one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She went to this college. This is a backstory about her butt. Okay. Does she have a nice butt? Her mom has a nice butt. Okay, and that's why she has a nice butt, and that's like a whole thing. What? So she, her mom, so she has a. Asa Akira has like a pretty big butt for an Asian girl. Okay. Oh, okay. Is her mom Asian? Her mom is Japanese. Her, she's fully Japanese. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Word? Yeah. You, didn't, you thought she was half or something? Well, I don't know. I don't Usually know. like Asian porn stars are like five different mixtures. And You're then right. they just give it some... I'm pretty sure she's... I think she speaks Japanese. I actually don't want to speak... I don't, I don't want to see her speak Japanese because what she's done has... It's just too much. You know? <laughs> I can't have that be part of where I'm from. So <laughs> I want her to be Japanese-American. But um, she was talking about like... Uh, like how sexual she was in college or in uh high school high school and stuff and apparently she got a lot of attention from the black boys because she had a big butt and huh. it was unusual because asian girls don't have big butts mm. but her mom has a big butt so that's a little take that with you that's a beautiful so was that like, <laughs> that's a beautiful story yeah. thank you i would be so mad if i was her mom it's like this is what you do with what <laughs> i give you this is what i, what I do i provided for you oh. this is what you do with it this is like how you honor ass. our legacy Oh my gosh. Okay, so where so do you what think? What do you think if she did go to college? I'm a, right. I'm going to look it up when you guys are talking. Okay, okay, let's see here. Let's see here. Um she lived she lived in Oh, she lived in Soho and moved to Tokyo at an age 9. She lived in Soho? When her father, a portrait photographer, was relocated relocated there for work. She Good. returned to the US at age 13 and moved to downtown Brooklyn. Wow. Mm. She grew up here, yeah. I think she went to BMCC. I would mm. say mm. She probably went to uh LaGuardia. She high school? LaGuardia High School. Um, LaGuardia Community. No, but what co- what college did she go to? LaGuardia Community College. Oh. 
I don't think she went to college. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. Akira uh-huh. was able to secure a scholarship to attend United Nations International School in Manhattan. That's a high school, I think. That's because, actually a real. That's like a really because good because her grandfather was a Japanese diplomat for forty five years. Oh. <laughs> I thought maybe no. she. I thought maybe she was gonna get uh, that scholarship because of her big butt. Big butt. <laughs> um, she was not invited to return. In her sophomore year, due to her poor grades, she and uh, so Damn. she enrolled in Washington Irving High School in Gramercy Park. Too she sexual, tra- man. She transferred to CDS School for her senior year. I don't think she went to college. Yeah. Hmm. Um, do porn stars go to college? Yeah, some yeah, of them they do. Do they? There's this one Asian dude. Oh, the he Thai like, guy? No, it was like an Asian guy who was like a law student at Berkeley. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I know, I know two Asian guys that are hot right now. Okay, it's this guy <laughs> named like. How do you know so much about this? Big fan. For the arts, man. For the culture. The culture. The culture. The culture. Read up, read the up culture. bro. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> um, there's this guy named, um, I think he goes by like Tony or something. He's this like Thai guy and he's the only Asian guy. Who loves Tony? Um, I've talked to him before. Yeah, you, you love him. And he's the only Asian guy that does scenes with like very famous porn stars. And I did see her, I did see him do a scene with Asa Akira and I was like, my man, and, uh, <laughs> but he, you know, he'll bang all the famous people. Yeah, uh, and then there's another guy who's a sex educator. He's based in New York. He, okay. he does porn clips, but they're not like, they're not like super sexual. Like he'll do a tutorial video on how to make girls squirt, or like he'll do a tutorial video on like how to, have, how to have anal properly, how to prepare for that. Okay. So his name is Kenny. Kenny something. Um, I think I've heard of this guy. Is, is, are these? Is this the person you're talking about? Who's this Berkeley no, guy you're talking so about? So I'm talking about a different guy. And he third Asian guy. Yeah, he was. He's a law student at UC Berkeley, and he does porn. And he is one, or was one, or did I he think is he jacked? He's, he's jacked. I know him, and I he's, think that's part of his whole initiative. He's like, I'm doing porn to like deconstruct Asian stereotypes and like show a different side of us. I'm not a fan of his channel because he 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 <laughs> he, he angles it as a Asian bro. So he's always wearing a backwards hat and everything, and I don't like it because it's like too rapey for me. Like the whole it, the, the backward hat brand is very bad right now. Oh God, yeah, the backward so hat. Is I, I don't enjoy it. I could see how somebody might like. I like that, how you but. have a very artistic approach to this. So yes. are the other okay? Well, this has kind of gone off the rails as far as the game. <laughs> now we've gotten just straight into there's three Asian three guys dudes talking about three no, no not just porn <laughs> but three Asian three dudes. Asian guys talking about three Asian dude porn guys. <laughs> This is where we but are. The listeners stopped listening ten minutes ago. They're like, "This is fucking. This, this is, not is what weird." I well, no. okay. Here's the thing. That's how few Asian celebrities there the are that we, the Asian we boyfriends to, out we have, there. We, we have, have to eventually to go porn. over to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, okay, Ken Jong, we got Ken Jong. Okay, we got John Cho, and then Tony. You know the guy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's fucking like for the culture. Yeah. Kenny, the sex educator. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so check check it check it out. Kenny Play, I think. All right. Name. Well, this was a solid. One hundred percent know it is. Can, can you play? I think. Can you play? Well, because I, I tried I to reach out to him once for this podcast. Oh, word. Oh, word. Yeah, but oh, I was man. but I couldn't do it because I, I watched his clip and I was like I can't. Dude, we should definitely get him. on I know, here. but like my dick was out when I saw him on this video. I just can't. I can't have him in my house. <laughs> I can have, we can. We can. Well, we can do it at a hotel. Ooh, you know, true you know, porn style. Thematically, <laughs> thematically me, correct. Me, you, Kenny, three microphones, <laughs> three microphones, <laughs> an Adobe Audition. Ooh, you never know what's gonna happen. Well, uh, thank you, Brian, for playing the game that has devolved into, <laughs> into just. just into that's what happens when three Asian dudes play any game. It's like we just start talking about settlers porn. of Catan. And then <laughs> Just evolves into a discussion of like That's who their yeah, favorite we're, male. Asian originally, we were talking about resources, and now we're talking about Asian dicks. <laughs> oh.
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That was episode 31. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Mike is back, and we also had our guest, Brian Park. Uh, Brian, Ooh. where can people find you? Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at it's Brian Park, I-T-S-B-R-I-A-N-P-A-R-K, at it's Brian Park. And please, please, please watch my new web series, uh, Eating It. You can find it at eatingitwebseries.com. You know, so yep. far, a lot of Asian Americans have written nice messages. And I think uh, for you listeners out there, I think you'd really like it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, Fumi and myself both uh, took part in it. So definitely yep. check it out. Uh, and you can catch uh, me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TheFumiAbe, T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And also, uh, please subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Uh, we want to keep that going. So if, you're not, if you don't know what's going on, just go to this website. It'll, it explains everything. You want to you wanna be a part of this, okay? It's Patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. 16 of you are already part of this. So, so if many. You, if you want to be like them, if you want to be the chosen 16... Uh, join us and yeah we're gonna if you join i guess we're gonna we have these like rewards rewards yeah we yeah. give you a little shout out on the podcast and then later on we're gonna roll out some other tiers for like exclusive content like exclusive sort of content guys get it on the shit and uh, and we hack city hack yes. city yeah, so we catch us forget. we're also stand-up comics including yes. brian brian is also stand-up comic yes. and he does shows all the time you got a you got a awesome show you want to plug yeah, so I host the monthly College Humor Live show at oh, UCB East. Hell yes. Um, the next one's Tuesday, September 25th, so you can catch me there. Check it out. And also Hack City, you know you know the deal. Our monthly show, me and Mike's monthly show, at Black Cat L.E.S. It's this week, so it's two days from now. The Wednesday, 8 o'clock at Black Cat L.E.S. That's 172 Rivington. And uh, we've got great comedians this month. Um, oh, Ismail Lufti is going to be on. He's uh. a writer for Hassan Minaj's new TV show. We have Al- uh, Alan Gon Mitra. He's been on uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And all these other people who've been on TV. And it's, you know, if you've been to the show, you know it's a good time. Come out and don't be shy. Say hi to us. You guys always come to the shows and you don't ever raise your hands when I ask you if anybody came from the podcast. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> it's very embarrassing for me and Mike. So uh, check that out. Come scope out our show. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And thanks again, Brian Park. No, yeah, thanks thank for you, having Brian. me. Bye.